This is episode number two with Johannes Antilla. You're listening to Progression, the passion podcast where we believe passion is the key to unlocking your true potential. I'm Rohit Menon, your very own connector, talking to some of the most passionate rising stars around us who are making their mark in this world. Join me as we dive into the process of tapping into your passions to realize your dreams. Uh, Welcome to Progression, guys, the passion podcast where we try to understand the process of tapping into our passions to realize our dreams and goals and potential, right? Uh, And today we have Johannes here with us, a 24-year-old master's student in human nutrition in Finland. Uh, And he also does uh, something crazy called tricking, which we will learn more about in a moment. Um, You know, I knew the moment I looked at his profile that it takes a lot of discipline uh, to reach where he has today. Uh, He started a long time back in 2011. And I think there's a lot to learn from a man like that who has taken so much effort and consistent effort to reach where he is uh, today. So uh, thank you so much for blessing us with your presence, Johannes. Uh, thank you so much for being on this podcast. I'm glad to be here. Great, man. So uh, to provide some context uh, to everyone, uh, what is tricking, first of all? Yeah, so tricking is like this crazy mix of flips, kicks, and twists. So it's not like a sport uh, that has existed before or like it started from martial artists trying to just add twists and flips to their kicks so that they could make them look more like cool and stuff like this. So that's how tricking basically was born in early 2000s. And mm-hmm. yeah, so it has elements from Taekwondo, Capoeira, uh, breakdance, wushu, gymnastics, like basically so many sports. And yeah, uh, I think like tricking is probably one of the coolest sports there is and one of the most versatile also. Okay, great. So is it considered a martial arts or a sports uh, or, or in yeah. between? Uh, At first, it was called martial arts tricking, but I really think that it's not martial arts, like, not even the slightest. So, it's more like a sport, but for some, it's more of an art. So, yeah, I think tricking can be whatever the tricker wants it to be, I think. Right. You know, uh, I think a lot of what you do also, if you move more... Um, let's say, uh, slower, without less power, it seems almost like contemporary dance sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there moves from that to, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's very cool, uh, sort of self, self-expression as well, but also conditioning as well. Um, that, that's cool. You know, I saw your video that compiles your journey from 2011 to 2020. Um, yeah. You know, you started around when? let's say, when you were 16, 17 years old, right? Yeah. Uh, really I was, serious. Yeah, I was 15 or 16 when I started tricking. It really depends on what you consider to be tricking at first. When I was, like, 15, I did just some tricking flips, like the cork, the gator flash, 
but then I did not do like kicks and stuff like this at all. Uh, but then as I got a little bit older, I started to get more interested in the kicking and uh, tricking specific moves. So yeah, that's basically it converted to tricking little by little. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you start from being a flipper to a tumbler yeah. to, a, to a tricker. Like what is, yeah. what are those stages uh, like? Uh, what do you mean? Like, what are those? Um, like, uh, is that is that uh, set in stone? Like, you start as a flipper and then you turn uh, into a uh, Like, what are those stages? Uh, no, 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 no. Just like uh, my stepping stones, like, everyone has a different journey with tricking, but I was first doing diving when I was a very small kid, like 10 years old. Then I got into the gymnastics group and like did amateur gymnastics stuff and stuff like this. I learned uh, flips on trampoline. I wanted to do like the craziest flips on trampoline. So I did that, but I didn't have the power to do them on the ground at first, but then mm -hmm. eventually I learned them also on the ground. But basically that's how my journey was started. But there are people who don't have like any kind of flipping background. They can have martial arts background or no background at all so like basically people have very different backstories how they got in the trick gymnastics background and diving yeah, yeah. Uh, background yeah yeah and yeah there are other who came from martial arts uh, and mm. maybe even dance, right yeah and dance also yeah i think many uh, trickers can have break dance background yeah indeed indeed Okay, you know, what's interesting is, uh, it's not, it's easy to say you're interested in something uh, like tricking and then, uh, you know, test it out for a while, maybe get to some basic tricks. But to consistently do that for nine years, uh, takes a lot of discipline to say, you know, I'm going to train every week without without uh, any any interruptions, I'm going to make it my goal to do that. What what in your life gives you that motivation to continue tricking? And what is it about tricking that gives you that motivation to go every week and train? Yeah, this is a good question. And really, I don't have a specific answer because I don't even really know what it is, but something just is driving me to do this like many times per week. I just want to go there, I want to film myself, I want to do stuff that I maybe have not done before, or mm. I want to get my stuff cleaner, or like it's kind of this progress that I'm like looking for at every session. Maybe sometimes it doesn't happen, but when it does, it just feels so amazing. Like it's the feeling. I feel mm -hmm. like it's the feeling that you get from tricking sessions and like overall progressing at tricking. Yeah. Okay. So would you say it's a outlet for you to express yourself yep. or more of an outlet to develop yourself or has it become both? It's both. It's definitely both. Okay. And how do you think it has helped you um, throughout, let's say life instances where you've gone from um, high school to university or uh, breakups before or things like that. How does, how does having a passion for tricking 
help mm-hmm. you to get life and how does it uh yeah generally help you in in your life daily life as well uh yeah so it's first of all a great way to escape like this reality of the uh, other stuff like uh that when i'm not tricking like that kind of stuff uh so i can just escape and have a session and then i instantly can feel better if the session goes very nicely and stuff like this but also tricking has taught me to really work hard like i know that if i work hard i will achieve something so for example at school i was always not so great student like i'm not very a fast reader and like i'm i have the, not the best memory and stuff like this but tricking has taught me that if i just put in enough work i will get my goals yeah absolutely yeah that's that's an important thing to say because there's this difference between a growth mindset and a and a fixed mindset right and it is clear that you have a growth mindset because you have put in the work to say uh yes i will go out every week i will go out every day and try new tricks and get better because i know i can get better right yeah yeah um, and and that translates to other areas of your life which is super super good yeah, yeah. i think what i wanted to ask you then is when did human nutrition or a passion for that come into play uh oh, okay your- yeah so human nutrition it started interesting me like i think in 2013 or even before like i used to be uh, a little bit overweight as a child then i went and lost a lot of weight but i did it very unhealthily like by restricting myself and stuff like this yeah. then right. i wanted to just like get this uh like i wanted to have a pretty lean body and pretty healthy and functioning body uh and i tried like all kinds of stuff like i watched so many so many like these videos on the internet explaining what diets are best and stuff like this and like nothing worked like it should have worked because right. you know like all these fad diets and yeah, all the these fat, yeah yeah i did very low fat at one point no very low carb at one point and it was like one of the worst experiences i lost a lot of weight i also like you don't have any power to do any yeah, any power and my muscles started like aching so much but like human nutrition I just wanted to know what's the truth about nutrition and like what the science actually says. So I like tricking was one of the things that sparked my interest because I just wanted to know how to make our bodies like as good as they can be through nutrition and training. So okay. that was the main point at first. but now it has more shifted to like just overall health not really performance that much like i want to know about nutrition more and more right i just want to tell everyone guys you can always ask your questions and we will answer that at the end uh and also if you have any questions for uh johannes about tricking you can ask them over here and we we will address them at the end. 
I just wanted to take a moment to thank you so much for listening to Progression, the passion podcast from Connect. We're on a journey to empower the passionate people of this world. Our community is now present in over 25 universities in the US, Canada, and Europe. Please do follow us at Connect Official on Instagram. That's K-N-C-T for Connect. We hope you find inspiration with us. The end of this. Um, you know, I wanted to ask, um, how, is there, a, is there a right way of nutrition uh, for a trigger? Uh, and, and do you follow a certain diet to help, you know, your, your fans over here? Uh, is there a certain diet you follow? Uh, to have maximum power in your tricks, to have maximum flexibility in the body, uh, etc. Yeah, so what I have found to be very helpful and also what the science seemed to say, uh, according to at least many sports nutrition books that I have been reading, so basically just eat a generally healthy diet, enough protein, enough fats, enough carbohydrates, and from clean sources and really it's not like very rocket science but just generally a healthy diet is more than enough but then you can also like supplement stuff like creatine and caffeine before training and stuff like this to make your training sessions like extra good <laughs> or like oh, right. yeah. yeah like a pre-workout like yeah. right yeah, but like I wouldn't go and like restrict some macronutrient too much or like eat too much protein, for example, can be bad for muscle recovery even because it's like a little bit inflammatory, especially if you are eating it from like animal sources. I personally eat like mostly plant-based diets, but also like include fish in my diet yeah a little bit and eggs as well right I, i'm just like wondering yeah. um because i'm vegetarian as well mm. uh which proteins do you normally go for to make sure which you you muscle, muscle yeah mass? so yeah so a lot of like soy products are pretty good like there is a myth that soy increases your estrogen levels and stuff like this it's a very big myth it doesn't oh, work really? like that at all. Yeah, it's a very big okay. myth. So okay. like soya yogurt, tofu is great source of protein, but also like I eat a lot of fish. Mm -hmm. I eat a lot of like beans, uh, whole grains, like these all pretty caloric dense foods because if you're eating too low calories, like only vegetables, it's not really good for athletes at least yeah. because your stomach will just get like very bloated and you will have no energy for training. So quite a lot of caloric dense foods and not too much fiber also for me. Not too much fiber as well. Yeah. You know, I, I'm wondering, you, you clearly have a passion for human nutrition as well, which, uh, which, uh, which comes out, but also for tricking. Do you ever think these two things could come together? Uh, and, and the fact that you've, pursued both of these on the side can eventually uh, become uh, what you do for your life to provide value to others or even for your career. Yeah, I think so because uh, I have only like had uh, one, year so, one year of a master's student uh, in human nutrition. So I'm not really uh, like, 
I think I'm not qualified enough to tell everyone what to do. So I can only tell that what worked for me and what seems to be what the science suggests. But like, yeah, eventually I think that I could have more information and then I could make this like something like uh, nutrition for trickers or like give some uh, like information, yeah. more, more information about it. Yeah, that's very cool, man. Uh, you know, you're starting to teach tricking now, right? I saw at the end of that video, uh, you want to concentrate more on teaching tricking, more yeah. clean tricks, more uh, basics, you know, stick to the basics and, and really get it right. Um, yeah, yeah. You think that was based on your many injuries before that you that you got by just trying different tricks and you're like, the basics are super important to teach to these newcomers. Uh, is that yeah. why you started educating others? Yeah, because like basics is the base of everything like the name suggests. So if you have strong basics, you will have way better chances of landing the harder moves on your first try or even like you, if you are crashing a lot uh, on like any moves, it's very bad for you. Like I have had so many injuries because my basics were just not good enough they were good but they were not good enough and i want to really stress that out because in the past like i have had so many injuries like i can't even count them all but way too many and if i would just have done more basics more basics and then like waited for the harder moves i would not have had the injuries and i would probably have grown much faster in tricking because for example, my ACL injury, I got it, and That's then the it was only, yeah, almost one year of tricking. So one year lost in progress. So, yeah, and that was a move that wasn't even necessarily that hard, but I just didn't have that good control over the basic. So that yeah, happened. The gym, I guess, uh, you know, you got to... You gotta get your form right. You gotta yeah, yeah. fully before trying the big weights and the big lifts. Uh, yeah. Over here, Hamza fractured his clavicle bone, cardful bug somehow. I had a surgery. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah, um, it's yeah. What happens is like the injury is not really the problem, and then eventually you cannot do those things anymore, and, and injuries yeah. stack up, and then. You know, you you have to sometimes leave the sport. So, do you yeah. think? Do you think and it's if you have, like, yeah. yeah, it's like you get injured just because you didn't drill the basic a little bit more, and you went for the harder trick a little bit too early. Like it's little things like this that can have a huge impact. So, I want to make sure that not pe like people who watch my tutorials, for example, or people who I cheat tricking don't have to suffer these things even though if they don't suffer these things they sometimes like can have this problem that they they have not gone through anything like this so they don't understand the importance like they don't have their own experience but basically the more you can avoid injuries the better right and then what are your next plans uh, in terms of teaching tricking? Are you going to continue on Instagram mostly or are you going to uh, post videos on YouTube more? 
uh, and have you started training uh, in real life to others as well around you? Yeah, so uh, we are actually just starting tricking courses here in Helsinki, like two tricking courses. Uh, one is called Taekwondo tricking, and the other is this legend trick uh, tricking course, which I do for uh, or with Vellu, who is like one of the tricking legends here in Finland, and like. He lives in Tampere, but I do the tricking uh, course here in Helsinki. And yeah, so basically we try to get as many people here as possible uh, to get interested in tricking and build the small community at first. And then we are maybe starting to expand the Legend Trick Gym, uh, which is a brand that Velo has done, uh, to even Helsinki, like build a tricking gym in Helsinki. So we okay. could like full time here in, but we need the community to like get started here in Helsinki because there is so little trickers here at the moment. So we need the people. So we are just starting with the course at first. But yeah, in terms of YouTube, I'm also gonna make more tutorials whenever I have time. So yeah. And um, when are you going to start integrating some human nutrition into that gym uh, to make a holistic, wholesome yeah. course for people? Yeah, uh, whenever I have finished my studies, I think I can and start awesome. thinking about that. It's crazy to see how the progression, you know. I mean, I, I don't know you that personally, right? But still, to just see how over the years it has turned and culminated into something that you love doing uh, and, and you're about to also give back to the community uh, as yeah. well. Which is yeah. You know, I want to ask your opinion on uh, what is your view on how passion contributes to our everyday life? Passion. It's like one of the most important driving force of like, for example, that I do tricking, I would not do it if it wasn't my passion. Like, if human nutrition wasn't my passion, I would not study it. Like, it's very important to have some kind of passion in your life. And it's like the driving force behind everything, I think. Like, it's the passion that makes you motivated to do stuff. So get a passion immediately. Like, it's very important to have some kind of passion in your life, I think, to be happy and overall yeah, that, that's great stuff, man. Thank you so much. Um, I wanted to ask one more question because you're 24. You know, I'm like 21 years old and, and most of our audience is 18, 19. Uh, what would you say uh, is, is a way that we can find our true passion uh, in life or different passions in life? Is it really tr about trying very a lot of things or is it about reflecting and looking into yourself more? Yeah, this is a good question and really I think it depends on the person because like for some the other way works and for some the other way works. Like I, I'm not really sure what to say about that because I have only like experience about myself. But for me, like I just found tricking pretty much by accident and it became my passion pretty much by accident. So... I'm not really good at like 
answering that question maybe but yeah so i think just try to search for some kind of passion in your life like just keep trying things maybe if you don't have if you haven't find yet your passion just keep trying to find it i think some po- at some point you will find it definitely thank you so much for your time johannes uh guys if you have any questions please do ask over here but uh this session was so cool uh i learned a lot i hope every one of you learned a lot about discipline about sticking to your passion and about giving back once you have actually learned uh yeah uh, which is super